illustrious King Julian, self-proclaimed Lord of the Lemurs, etc., etc. Welcome to I. Is this gonna be our final one? This is our final one of the Spider-Man film series. Um, welcome to the last Spider-Man movie before. Spider-Man No Way Home. I am your host, Julian Owens, as always. And with me today is, of course, William Superfield and Derek. Derek, yeah, let's start with you. So how are you doing today? How's everything going? And how do you feel about being at the end of our vintage film series for Spider-Man? Um, everything's going pretty good. Just busy at work, getting ready for my job's huge fundraiser tomorrow. But um, um, getting prepared for this final uh, episode to review the Spider, you know, the final one before um, No Way Home, Spider-Man: Far From Home. I feel as if it was a, um, I don't know where y'all stand, but I think it's a pretty good sequel in terms of um, you know, Spider-Man: Homecoming and with Avengers: Infinity War and Endgame. I felt I we I was always interested on how Peter was going to process everything right after Endgame. And for how they um, they structured the story, and then <laughs> the comic relief in that film was way more. I feel as if it was a lot more handled and was way pro- way more properly handled in um, this film than it was Homecoming. And I just I really appreciated this film. But yes, I have my minor gripes, just minor minor gripes. But this film was pretty good. And I'm um, a little bit interested to see how we're going to get to this review. Okay. All right. You know what? We'll hold on to that thought in just a moment. Now, William, just letting you know, Derek, I'm very surprised by your thoughts on this. We're, we're gonna, I'm going to get to why in just a moment. But, yeah, William, how did you feel going into the final movie in our Spider-Man vintage movie review series? And, like, overall, how are you doing today? Uh, well, overall, I'm doing pretty good. I mean... Life's been busy as hell, you know. I feel like I feel like everybody's busy around this time of the year. You know, it's the end yes. of the year, and our jobs are trying to get all their shit done. So, um, so <laughs> it's just been hectic. But going into this movie, um, you know, I, um, I, I, I initially when I first saw it, I liked it. Um, I, I think it was it's a pretty good movie. Um, so, you know, so rewatching it again. Um, I was like, okay, I'm coming into a solid movie. You know, it's not, it's. I wouldn't say it's my favorite movie or anything like that, but it's definitely a pretty solid movie that I do like, and you know, I don't mind watching it. Uh, you know, over and uh, again, you know. Right. So, um, you know, so coming into it, I was, you know, pretty optimistic. Not optimistic, but I, I guess I was just like, okay, this is gonna be a good movie, and I still think it's pretty solid movie. Like, okay, overall. I completely agree with you, um, Derek. I, I'm surprised you feel this way about Spider-Man: Far From Home. Um, all the reason why I'm saying that is because we got to look back at where we were literally two years ago, right? And this was two, two years ago. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> exactly. The this MCU was, was running quickly. It really was. It, it does feel longer just because of COVID, in my personal opinion. But yeah, it was only two years, two and a half years ago when we got you know Spider-Man: Far From Home. And oh, as far as, yeah, as far as, okay, my bad. Yes. Now, what's so crazy to me is, and I think, I, I think this is why the hype for this movie was so much better for me than it was normally, because I'm not going to lie to you guys. I was 
so 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 excited for you know Avengers Endgame and you know for all of us who are huge MCU fans and Marvel fans we were all expecting on how they were going to wrap up the Infinity War saga and how they were going to put a, a period to the end of the MCU and I'm not going to lie like I, I felt like Spider-Man was just dessert that was really needed but I was like alright I'll watch it anyway and came out and was like wow this this was a lot better than I thought it would be especially after you have to come within two months like literally two months after the biggest movie in the 21st century and the biggest grossing movie of all time like I'm I'm like yeah that's that's some big shoes to fill in and it, I think it did well not in game well but it, it did well enough and so I, I completely agree with you guys. I, 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 I didn't think this movie was going to be good. I hate to say it. I do think sequels most of the time are bad. But this one, oh, I'm, I'm pretty excited. Now, I'm going I'm to I'm keep it here for now. But let's, let's just get into general, g- general information. And then we're going to get straight into the movie and general thoughts about how we felt about uh, Spider-Man Far From Home. So as I mentioned, this is the, they, they call this the epilogue. Yeah, this is the epilogue of phase three. Uh, basically saying that, hey, this is what's going to lead us into phase four um, for the MCU. This is Sony's second attempt in its third attempt of the franchise, or second entry in the third attempt of the franchise. Um, John Watts comes back and directs. Chris McKinnon and Eric Summers, two of the five guys that screen wrote the first movie, came back and did it. Uh, Michael came back and uh, musically produced this film. And it follows the events literally eight months. I want to say eight months after the events of Endgame, after Captain America has died, after Iron Man has passed, died from, you know, the, the reverse snap. So everybody's back. And for some apparent reason, high, the high school that the, all the kids were at, we're just like, yeah, let's go on a school trip. And we we have a trip where they go and, you know, deal with all this crap, which leads them to Quentin Beck, a.k.a. Mysterio. We won't get into all that right now, but this film was released again. On July Fourth weekend, what is Spider Man? Spider Man just love him some some July Fourth weekends. I don't get it, but that's 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 just me. Came out July Fourth of um, July second, twenty nineteen. Its budget was only one hundred and sixty million dollars. I'm like, for all the cast that you got, that's all it was. Okay, and yeah, it was only one hundred sixty million dollars, and it grossed one point one three two billion dollars in the box office. And that's including the same year within the three-month frame of Endgame, who literally has the top grossing movie box office of all time. And I'm like, wow. So I had to go look, and this is some research. It's the fourth highest grossing movie of 2019. And I'm like, wait, if that's the case, then what's three and two? Because Endgame is one, of course. So I had to look, and I'm surprised all of it's Disney. Third was... Frozen 2, which I'm like, uh, okay, Frozen. All right. And then the second is, and I will stand and die on this hill for the rest of eternity, the National Geographic movie, The Lion King. (laughs) (laughs) The National Geographic movie. I I, I, I did too. I'm so mad about it. I'm so mad Jesus. about it. I'm not gonna lie, but yes, uh, we watched the National Don't Geographic get Julian started on, on Lion King. Oh, yeah, don't, yeah don't, especially let's, on I'm the remake. Get, yeah, the don't get me started on this remake. Yeah, don't get me started on this remake. Beyonce. 
Look, I can bash like the nerve, the audacity. Hey man, hey man, I'm a Beyonce stand, so boy, stay yeah. in there. All right, all right, I might look. The 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 beehive might come for me on this one, but again, Beyonce, I love you. I've, you're, you're you're a Texas native. I always will adore you. The music. original Houston hottie, okay? Shut original up. Houston hottie. <laughs> um, makes some beautiful beautiful music. I hate y'all. You know how to make some movies that you're not in. And you know how to produce, and you know how to give out a performance. Acting is just not one of your expertise, my sweetheart. I, I love you. I, I just I, acting is not one of them. Yeah, we even get it. to we even get to. See I, I thought she act. was a good Nala. <laughs> this is not. <laughs> see, I don't want to go in this. See, Williams baited me, and I know he's baiting me. He so I'm leave him alone. <laughs> <laughs> She was just voice acting the best she can. Back to Spider-Man, so we won't get on my heart horse about the remake of Lion King. Anyway, <laughs> this movie's Rotten Tomato score, goddammit, is at this current moment at 90%. And its audience score, which I am surprised by, is at a 95%. And I, I didn't think that this many people enjoyed this Spider-Man movie. And I thought Derek, who is a Spider-Man purist, would have hated this movie or didn't not hate it but didn't think this movie was as great as homecoming but for you to also say that you really enjoyed this film kind of surprised me and on to that notion before you get to your general actually no we're gonna go to you again general thoughts about this film because i, I want to hear you explain a little bit more like just general thoughts why'd you like this movie well before i get into general thoughts don't forget you never you didn't go about who what the, the movie that made number one in box office for that year. I already said it game. We we know oh, who it's in game. You did. You laugh circles around everybody else. I, I already said in game was right. number one. Okay. Now you're Bye good. Bad. I I don't want to. We, we can. I can have like a 20, 20 hour uh, dissertation about in game, which uh, we we that we we don't have time to get into that. But yeah. yes, in game. Everybody was knew that was going to be number one that year. Exactly. Everybody I wouldn't have knew. even released a movie that year. <laughs> 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 you hear end games coming out, you're like, all right, oh, okay, we're <laughs> going, all right, we're coming. Yeah, give us the money because yeah, we pre-ordered. Okay, yeah, right. Right, back to um, Bye. back to my thoughts for the film. Now, yes, I do have my gripes. This didn't feel like a neighborhood, friendly neighborhood Spider-Man film. Fair. It didn't. That's my biggest gripe I have for this film. Okay. Now, as far as the story, the way the events flowed how they really show Peter in a sense grow for him from his naivete from his just his ignorance and how he was able to become his own hero instead of having to lend and try and trying to you know lean or um trying to live up to somebody else that what helped out a big which that what I really that's what I really appreciate out of this film but and like now, the movie is very funny. I love the um, the chemistry between all the characters. I feel as if they did a really great job together. I feel as if they did. Like you know, with the acting and how they were able to interact with each other, I was like, okay, they were familiar with each other, and they were, of course, you could tell. But that's my biggest gripe was, you know, this this man this is all the way. Yeah, this is not a friendly neighborhood Spider Man. That's what kind of. And they hinted it here and there. It's like, you know, he's for the neighborhood. Bitch, we didn't get that in this movie. We hardly got that. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what's like my biggest gripe. But other than that, 
as far as a as far as a superhero movie, uh, it was all right. Okay. It was it wasn't it was actually pretty good. Okay, that's fair. All right, that's fair. I'm I'm gonna hold your thought on that, William. What did you think about Spider Man Far From Home and your general thoughts about the film? Um, <clears throat> I agree with Derek in the sense that like um, the movie isn't that's also one of my gripes is that it's not a neighborhood spider-man movie um we don't get that feeling that spider-man is your neighborhood friendly spider-man anymore he's he's you know he's everybody spider-man now he's for the for the streets so (laughs) (laughs) um but you know it's okay i guess i mean i mean honestly at this point you are he had already saved the world and went to space you know they and they kind of hint to that in the movie you know, so I guess at this point, since since he has done all that, you know, he's no longer just a friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. You know, he kind of he's already intertwined with the uh, with the with the Avengers. Avengers. Yeah. So, you know, you got Nick Fury and all this other stuff trying to get into him. So I get I, I so I can see why they they had to give this story. Um, but I think what the movie does really well is it uh, it kind of shows Spider-Man growing, like Derek said, kind of growing into his own coming of age, I guess. It's kind of a coming of age type story, um, you know, and becoming a superhero type story. Um, because in the last movie, I I don't know if he became a superhero more, say. It just kind of shows that, like, he's... In the last movie, it feels like it's just a, it's just a story of him, like... Trying to become one of his own. Trying to be, I don't even know if the story that last movie did that. I feel like it does more of just like Peter's a good guy, he's trying to do the right thing, and you know, he's, he's okay. that, that. I really feel like that's what the last movie was. It was kind of just like showing that like Peter, Peter's gonna be your next like superhero that's like the overall good guy. You know, he he's gonna he's always gonna do the right thing, he's always gonna make the right decisions, you know, because that's that's essentially what. Peter Parker is, I mean, he doesn't always make the right decisions, but at the end of the day, he makes the right decision. Um, that's kind of essentially what Spider-Man's character is, even in the comics. So um, in this movie, you kind of get, uh, you know, you feel the feel the remorse of all the other stuff. And it's kind of like a come down after of Endgame. So they, you know, it's kind of like, like you said, the dessert where it's kind of like a sweet little ending. But what really makes this movie, in my opinion, is the villain. I feel like uh, uh, Jake is Gyllenhaal. Is that is that his name? Jake, right? yeah, Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah, I think he does an amazing job in this movie. I think he he does. He's he's a really good actor, and I think him as Mysterio was uh, it was really good. And you know, they I, I like the twist that they put in with him. I think it all works very well. Um, you know, I, as much as I, I I really do miss Spider Man throwing hands. You know, I think he threw one punch the whole movie. But uh, you know, it is what it is. But it was a nice punch. But you know, that's that's that's. I have some gripes. I'll get onto those. But yeah, overall, it's, it's, it's a good movie. And with that, I completely agree with you. I think that this is a way better character-driven story for Spider-Man. Even though, like you guys mentioned, he is not your friendly neighborhood Spider-Man anymore. And I feel like what, like William said, because he saved half of the universe with the avengers it's kind of like all right you you can't be neighborhood anymore you you gotta be an avenger at this point and you know nick fury you can't see but 
air quotes for excuses. excuses. No, I get where you're coming from. Right. No, I get where y'all coming from because, you know, Spider Man has always been with New York. Even when he was with his Avengers stuff, he was always in New York. And I think that this film, even though the biggest gripe is you plucked him out of New York and put him all over Europe, it still did a decent job to show you like he still can be Spider Man. He's growing up to be the superhero that we thought he could be. And like William said, I think for some apparent reason, Sony has realized that if they don't get something right, the one thing they're going to get right is their villains. And Jake Gyllenhaal as Quentin Beck, a.k.a. Mysterio, and the entire reveal of that was phenomenal. And you could tell Jake Gyllenhaal was in his element, in his zone when he was Quentin Beck, and I enjoyed every moment of him. And I, I, I'm going to say it here, and I'm going to say it again in Easter eggs. I am happy that he was not Spider-Man in 2004 when he took when he was going to supposedly take over for Tobey Maguire because I needed this Quentin Beck. I needed this Quentin Beck. But without further ado, yeah, let's let's get into it, gentlemen. Um, let's start, of course, with the usual, the likes. And if there's any more, as per usual, gentlemen, please let me know what I missed. First like, I mean – Using Whitney Houston, I will always love you in such a beautiful way. Like you can't, you, you can't, you can't beat that. The entire recap, the the memorial, high school memorial. That literally what it looked like. It literally looked like somebody from high school made that shit, and it was like, yes, I, was I, I dig this. Yes, it was funny. You know, cute. I've heard some people that cute. don't it like it. Cute. That people, some people didn't like that scene. And they're like, it's supposed to be made by high school. They're like, kids. Iron Man just died, and then they're just making fun of it. And I was just like, come on, guys. It's a, it's not a real person that died. But, like, <laughs> one, <laughs> they didn't make fun of it in the movie. We need something like, you know, this is this is a different movie. Relax. Wait, what? Right. I've, I've seen some people. No, some people that, get that, mad about the be- yeah. recap because it's like, they're like, y'all making fun of Iron Man. It's like, they're not making fun of Iron Man. You got to make, like, Derek, I, and this is why I was telling uh, one of my friends and Audience members, if you feel the same way, just just hear just hear me out. If you're a high school kid who has been wanting to do movies or wanting to do editing, what kind of way you're gonna scrap up the most kind of shit you can get and make a video out of it? And them high school kids in that AV club decided to make a Spider-Man, a Tony Stark and Captain America memorial. Now, is it billion dollars worth? Of course not. It's not gonna be. These are high school kids. The Getty right, Image watermark is what killed me. <laughs> right, because it's, it's literally, it's literally, and that's what made it. That's why I laughed when I first watched it. Because I'm like, wow, that's literally some high school shit that you do. You're like, fuck, I can't find the right image. It's watermarked. Fuck it. <laughs> You're like, just fuck it, put it in because it's cool. And that's that's exactly what it was. It's not them making fun of Tony Stark dying. It's just high school kids having the resources that they have. Because like, I'm not a multi billion dollar company that has the resources to make shit like i don't so i understand that we are mad that high school like it looks like high school kid did it but that's the fucking point high school kids made that but i digress i digress um jb smooth and martin star as the two teachers in this movie literally they're the best damn thing in this movie like i love them and i'm happy that they're back in uh no way home like jb smooth Favorite part. It's like, you know, I'm a man of science and I, I only got one conclusion. Witches. <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> <laughs> like, yes. Yes, JB. 
<laughs> the comedic relief in this movie is really good. Yeah, and, uh, that's the one thing that's yeah, that's the biggest thing in this film that I like. This is great comic relief. And I was just gonna say that relates to my next like this the comic relief in this movie, as you mentioned earlier, Derek. It, homecoming it seemed like it wasn't forced but it just seemed like some of the jokes didn't land whereas yeah. in this entire film <laughs> every single joke landed and I, I, I was I was happy in this entire film um I will say again Jake Gyllenhaal Mysterio we could probably go it we're probably going to go a little bit deeper on that later but yes Jake is Mysterio I, I, I love the entire thing um I do have some questions about Jake in this Mr. Gyllenhaal, you will not come away scathed, but I'm, I'm going to leave you alone for now. Uh, the reveal, I'm not going to lie, I do love his reveal, where he's basically when Peter gives him the glasses, um, Edith's glasses, and he's like, thank you, get this suit off of me, and he goes into his whole spiel on why he's that doing That scene was vendetta. dope, I'm not going to lie. I was like, it was damn. Dope. It was okay. dope. I was like, all right. Um, I'm not going to lie, I did not like MJ and um, Peter's relationship at the beginning of the movie, but as soon as he gets to Prague, everything after that, I was like, ah, okay, I dig this. I like this. I like where this is going because yeah. she's really helping him. They made it super awkward, like ridiculously awkward. <laughs> well, like, are did. they supposed to I... actually like each other? <laughs> right. They did. Right. Like before Prague, and this is one of my dislikes. So I'm gonna just I'm gonna I'm gonna say it here now. Like before Prague, before they have the whole big thing with. Um, multi-man uh easter egg later you're sitting there like do y'all really like each other are y'all are y'all trying to grind this with sandpaper like what is going on with this relationship and then as soon as you get to Prague and they are walking out of the thing after they defeated multi-man you're like ah that's what we were waiting on okay i like exactly it's like all right i like that i I guess i guess that i guess that was a point because you know they're teenagers so they're trying to portray that in a way i don't know I was right. thinking. No, I I, uh-uh. I see that, but it was super awkward. Right, there's a difference between okay, I like you, but I don't want to talk to you, and I'm kind of being weird about that. Versus like I am literally just doing everything out of my way to make this awkward, and that's what this felt like. Like mm, it wasn't like true. high school. It wasn't Some like high school like awkward, awkward. Right, this wasn't high school awkward. This was like, bro, I like my skin crawls when you just try to talk to her. Like, ugh. So no, I, I I can't agree with that. I can't agree with that to an extent. Okay, um, I understand that. I, I I know I'm about to get some pushback on this one as well. I liked Happy in this film. I really did like Happy. Uh, I like the use of Happy in this film. Mm. I do like that he was the Alfred to Spider Man. I know I'm getting pushback. I, look, I already know I'm getting pushback, but I'm just letting you know. Spider Man doesn't like have that. an Alfred. I I know it's a dislike still. I'm gonna. I'm gonna just say it here again, since since y'all are giving me these looks right now. And, I and, do. Like, go ahead. I'm, yes. Yeah. Go ahead. I love Happy. He's unfortunately again another surrogate father, which I don't like. Oh, but he God. does give Spider-Man the morale he needs to get his final suit to go fight Mysterio. That's the reason why I like him. Because in all of the MCU movies, Happy is just like this this dude that's like incompetent in a sense, right? And little easter egg for all the people who don't know john favreau is the one who started the mcu in the first place when directing iron man so i'm like why are we making a guy who literally started the mcu in the first place like why is he like a a man that doesn't really seem like he knows too much why is he a buffoon in a sense but in this film he kind of stands his own ground and he becomes his own person i like that a little bit 
I, that's why I liked him because it, it just seems like he was used a lot better than when he was in the MCU. But still, then Spider-Man doesn't have a surrogate father. He doesn't have an Alfred. He makes his own shit. Please stop. Please just stop. But I digress. I don't know if you guys agree with that, but that's that's just how I feel about it. I'll go into it when I get into my dislikes. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. Um, I did say Peter's, Peter's character growth throughout the entire film. I like that. Um, I'm not going to lie. MJ's jab at Brad. I, I really like that when he was just like, does nobody think this is weird that Peter's always missing when things are happening? And, and MJ was like, yeah, but why are you taking pictures of a kid? Like, who does that? I'm like, ah, okay. All right. I see Checkmate. you, MJ. Check exactly. <laughs> Checkmate. Like, why are you doing that? It's kind of creepy. Child porn, but all right, I got you. Mm-hmm. Um, I did like Spider-Man creating his own suit, even though he's using Iron Man's resources. I do like that he created his own suit. And last but not least, spoiler alert. Again, if you haven't seen this movie, it's been two years. Get over yourself. The final reveal that Quentin Beck used his last Trump card to be like, by the way. I wasn't the bad guy. Spider-Man was. And not only is Spider-Man, his name's Peter Parker. Have Adam. I'm like, damn. I love that. I love that. So, without further ado, gentlemen, did I miss anything? Is there any other likes that you guys enjoyed about this film? Mm, no, I pretty much said earlier, like, I like the character development. Um, yeah, that's about it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I mean, because like I said, I would have more, but the only thing is just the uh, representation of a friendly neighborhood Spider Man. But other than that, that's it's, I mean, but other than that, you pretty much went over the likes. That's pretty much the reason why I like the movie too. William, what do you have to say? Um, as far as my likes go, I mean, uh, you know, we talked about the comic relief and all the other stuff. Um. Uh, I mean, I like the, um, I, I did like the relationship that Peter had with, uh, with Ned. Um, I like that it kind of shows that Spider-Man is still a kid. Yes. Um, I, I think that they're, I think that they made that very clear in this movie that he's still a, a, a high school kid that's just trying to like be normal. Like, so I think that, um, that's a very relatable, uh, types of like type of thing like you just want to go on vacation you just want to have time to yourself you want to do things for you and then boom there's always some sort of responsibility that you don't really want um but you know sometimes you just got to do what you got to do um i I also like that they make spider-man um seem very intelligent in this movie um there's that scene where he's with uh um mysterio and um and um What's his name? Nick Fury. Nick Fury. Yeah, they're in they're in that room, and then he talks about the multiverse, and then they're like, "Oh, don't apologize for being the smartest guy in the room." Like that that shows it, it was it was good to see that they made little like uh, hints that Spider Man is very very intelligent, like, and he could you know take over for Tony Stark. I think that that's. You know, we all knew Tony Stark as being the smartest man in the universe or whatever, or one of the smartest men in the universe, and definitely the smartest man in the world. So um, so for Spider-Man to be like the next one that could be 
just as smart and have all those resources and also while while being super smart or being the smartest person in the room he's also like uh ridiculously just a good person in general he just wants to do the right thing at a at a young age just goes to show how like how much peter can still develop into uh that superhero that we all know of spider-man just being a super intelligent super like uh good guy in in um as he develops his spider-man character um and then lastly um that scene um the scene where he's uh he's fighting off the uh or the well the scene where he thinks he's meeting like um uh, Nick, oh, Fury. Nick Fury okay yeah and and the illusions are getting to him and he's and he switches I illusions that's that. yes that, that is another dope traumatic. scene it was so traumatic but at the same time that it was, was really so so well traumatic done though. but it's so well done so well done so well done that's a really good scene and while watching it in theaters for the first time i was like Whoa. that was a crazy scene like yes and you know like, like mis- that is mysterious yeah that's mysterious <laughs> that like him. like you know, because at first you're like, okay, this is like a weird twist of Mysterio. Because, like, I mean, in the comics, Mysterio is like a movie. I think he's supposed to be like a movie uh, showsman or something. Like, he does, like, special effects for movies, which is why he was able to do the, the certain things. I think at first, I think Mysterio was, like, acting as Spider-Man or something. And at first, like, in the beginning comics, he was, like, a magician, somewhat like a movie set magician in a sense. You're right. Yeah. And he pretended to be Spider-Man um and actually like he actually yeah. pretended to be spider-man yeah you're right you're right yeah so so this was like a, a cool twist to like make him into like this like you know one of tony stark's um like ex-employees and i'll get into that later that's something that's funny to me but um, <laughs> but uh so then he's like given all these illusions and like that was mysterio like like tricking spider-man and spider-man seeing stuff and like he doesn't know what's real what's not real like and then to get him hit by the train like you know that was crazy so i was just a really i like that scene a lot like that scene was a really good scene um you know considering you know we didn't get all these you know fighting scenes with spider-man which is what i love i'd rather like that was a good scene in replacement for a good fight scene it was like a good like this is mysterio mysterio is like gonna confuse the shit out of you type scene yes so um yeah those are my likes i completely agree with you on that i completely forgot about that and i enjoyed that scene and you know um, we're gonna, I'm gonna use this as a transition. Spider-Man using his, well, Peter Parker and Spider-Man using his spider senses to really realize, no, your illusions won't give me this time, and literally using that to basically defeat Mysterio at the end of the film. I enjoyed that a lot. Which yeah. will now transition to our dislikes. I hate, hate, hate the fact that they keep calling it Peter Tinkle. Oh Call it the God. goddamn spider sense, Spidey senses. Oh, right? Jesus Christ, that was so weird. <laughs> It's like, are we I, three? <laughs> exactly. Like, I'm like, look, I get it. Y'all don't want to. Y'all don't want to try to trample on things that was already done. I get it, but damn it, just call it Spidey Sense. I'm tired of it being called Peter Tingle. I will not want to hear. I do not. If I hear Peter Tingle in No Way Home, I'm gonna be pissed. I'm telling you that right now. I'm Disney. pretty sure that a lot of fans have complained, and I think it's gonna change. I'm praying and hoping I that's the case. Hope. Because I'm tired because of because that was May annoying. That was annoying. Oh, God, God damn it! Yeah. Speaking of Aunt May, 
May and Happy's relationship fling, fling, whatever you want to call it. That was Sorry. one of my dislikes. Oh, yes. God, what is this? Oh, my what, God. That's what I was going to talk about. <laughs> like, what is this? What, what, so, so not only is he Alfred, but he's also trying to smash my aunt. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, what the hell? Why? Like, I was like. Why do we need that? <laughs> Thank you. And why do we need all the butt shots of Aunt May? Like, I, oh my god! I still don't like this Aunt May. Is this attractive? But you know, we're Look, gonna go back to what we want. I, I get it. Marissa Tomei is okay. I we will re- continue to mention Marissa Tomei is a beautiful woman. If I liked, Cougars, oh, she bad. She bad. Right, if she was, if, if she was in the whole cougar thing, I would definitely want to be one of her little cups. I promise you, I'd want to be. <laughs> I'm not gonna sit here a lot. I would love he just to. say he wanted to be one of the cubs. Oh, no, he didn't. No, he didn't. But I don't need her, and I call him the secretary of the MCU in in the real I mean, in the in the MCU film verse to be a thing. Like it seems forced. It doesn't seem genuine. It seemed like it was something that y'all just needed to add so Happy could be somewhat relatable to Spider Man. He's already he's already relatable to Spider Man because his mentor and your boss. We're in connection with each other, and you are supposed to keep watching him, and you can feel obligated to continue watching him. I don't need you and Aunt May to have a relationship. Let it go. Thank Disney, you, Sony. Please let's not let's cut that in the butt. Let's have Aunt May just be single. All right, like her husband died. I get it. It's been five years since because of the snap. I completely understand it, but let it die, please. Let yeah, because that was that felt so forced and just felt. Ugh. Second thing, I hate to say it, and again, all the way before Prague, I do not like Michelle, aka MJ's personality. She seems way too bleak, way too really out the wall weird. And it's just, it was just like I, I see what y'all trying to do. Y'all trying to make sure that people know that this is not Mary Jane Watson, and I get that. But come on, bro, like she shouldn't be this far off of the spectrum. Like that, and that's what it felt like. It just felt yeah. like. Michelle was a little too far off. Um, the other thing is, is as much as I love the reveal, can we talk about Beck's plan? Can we can we talk about that? Like I was gonna have that as a question, but I'm gonna bring it up here as a dislike. So, how did y'all know? Like, I'm sorry, there's no way y'all still have access to Stark Industries information. How in the hell did y'all find out that Tony was gonna give that to Peter? How did y'all know Edith was gonna be in Europe with Tony with Nick Fury? How did y'all know all that? Like. And you basically did this whole mirage on a, an assumption that Edith was going to just somehow fall into the lap of Peter. And you really thought that Peter was just going to take you as a surrogate dad. Yeah, no, I don't like this plan at all. It doesn't make any sense to me. I'm, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm calling bullshit. I'm sorry. I, I, I just, no, I don't like this plan. And speaking of which, yes. I do think another surrogate father. I'm like, literally, did y'all not learn your lessons from Tony Stark and Spider-Man from Homecoming? Why does Quentin Beck want to act like, hey, I'm the good uncle. Don't worry about Nick. I'm the great uncle. And like, yeah, you it just, no, no. Yes, make him relatable. Yes, make him like cool to Spider-Man's eyes, but not cool enough for him to literally in three days be like, you're the best man to trust with a multi-billion dollar weapon yeah, we get that to you. They made him super naive in this movie. I will say that. They really, yes, they. Oh my god. Yes, and speaking of Quentin Beck, I hate to say it. To this day, and I feel like the whole couple of next phases of MCU needs to get reiterated. This 
Tony Stark does not need to be the catalyst for everything. Wait, please let that shit go. Like, I'm sorry. I'm tired of it. I'm tired That's of That's what this I was going to say, bro. Like, That's actually what's one of my dislikes. Too much Tony Stark. Tony Stark is like, not only, bro, he has so much, like, effect on everything. Like, yes. This man might as well be God. Like, jeez. <laughs> like, like, he pissed as many people off. He got all these people like that that just want to like basically take over the world now. He and then he has like all these uh, Stark technology got stuff in, in satellites to send drones down to kill people. Like, what is going on? What is going like, on? It's like, does this man just run the world? Like, who is this guy? And that's what I was gonna say. So I was like, so you mean to tell me in the five years? And this is this is what really pisses me off. Sorry, this is a, a question I have, but I'm gonna bring it up here. The dislikes. Like, you mean to tell me in the five years that everybody was off planet and that half of the universe has been gone, he builds these drones, he builds all these drones, has a big-ass satellite that's just put up there. What is he using it for? Like, what, what are you doing? Last time I checked, you with your wife, your daughter. Just had a, yeah, you just had a kid. Right? And you said you're kind of out of the situation. So what the, what, when the fuck did you make them drones, dude? You know like, how they try to make t- Tony Stark into, like, basically like Batman, where he has, like, contingency plans and everything. <laughs> Like Tony, after the snap, Tony said, "You know what? I'm gonna go." And this is why I'm I'm kind of mad at the storyline between this and Endgame. Because in Endgame, Tony tells you what he did. He said, "I have got me Pepper. I got my daughter. I'm happy where I'm at. I love where I'm at. Fuck the world. I'm sorry. I don't give a fuck about the world. This is my life, my happiness, my choice. Bye, y'all. I'm out." And I'm like, "Cool. So when the fuck did you make that?" Like, obviously, you could have done that while you were, like, you know, helping saving that planet against Thanos. You had to make that between five years. And mean to tell me that in that time span, you're like, hmm, there's nobody else I trust on this planet. I'm going to give it to a kid who's been uh, snapped. Yeah, I'm going to give it to the kid who's been snapped. Yeah, let's do that. Cool. And you haven't met the kid. You haven't seen the kid until you... Everybody snapped them all back together, and right after you died. So when did you have chance to go? Maybe, yeah. maybe, maybe yeah. he thought about this after the first movie. Because remember, after the first movie, you know, they have that like that's the, the last, almost the last scene. But like he's like asking Peter if he wants to like join the Avengers and all this other stuff, and then Peter mm-hmm. says no, and then uh, he's like he's a good kid, you know, and like I tr- like I guess that's the start of him like really mm-hmm. trusting Peter. And then maybe in that time between that point and uh, Infinity War, Infinity War, he creates the Iron Spider suit. You know, he's like he does create the Iron Spider suit. So maybe he started like thinking of all these different things for Peter because he was he was he kind of started trusting Peter at that point. Like that was his big test. Maybe I'm I'm just giving a theory. I I, I know I know, but I I got a question for you on that too. And since we keep talking about how this kind of correlates to my favorite superhero, I gotta bring I gotta bring him up in this moment. Batman has none but contingency plans, right? If Batman were to die, I think both of y'all can answer this question. Does he go? Hmm. There, you know, if I die as being Gotham's uh, knight, you know. I'm just gonna drop everything and give it to a Robin. Does Batman have that contingency plan? Does Batman just say, "I'm gonna I give like this give to Alfred everybody. before you give it to Robin"? My point. What about so, Damien? Fuck Damien. 
<laughs> I'm saying that to the day I die. Fuck Damien. Now, to my point, William, he wouldn't give it to Dick Grayson, who was his first Robin. He wouldn't even give it to Tim Drake, his I think his best Robin. He wouldn't do that. He would give it to who? Alfred, if Alfred's still alive. And if Alfred's not alive, that man gonna go, fuck it. Fuck it. Iron Man is doing the exact same thing. I'm sorry. I don't I don't believe Spider like I do not believe Tony Stark is gonna go, you know, after a decade of, you know, contingency plans and thinking about how to make uh, armor around the world. I'm going to give it to a 16-year-old boy from Queens that I met to help me go take down Captain America's shield when I knew he was going to whoop Captain America's ass because if Captain America wanted to, he would have whooped his ass. You mean, you see what I mean? Like, it, it, it doesn't make sense. The closest person Tony should have gave it to, in my honest opinion, would have been Bruce, Bruce Banner, if not Bruce and Steve Rogers, but either one of them gonna want that shit. So you're gonna give it to a 16 year old kid who barely knows how to be a superhero? Come on, bro. Come on. And you treated him like a kid in Endgame. Sorry. See, like now, now I started to unravel. Like he literally treated Peter like a kid the entire movie. Now you mean to tell me he's owning a 20, a, a multi billion dollar defense mechanism? Fuck out Julian, of here. Julian, it was Fuck for character development purpose. I, I get I get the character development, but <laughs> god damn. <laughs> like consistency, people. Consistency. <laughs> now let me get off my horse. We're we're not here to have questions yet. Um the other thing, the scroll reveal, like I get it. Yeah. How how Nick Fury could be like fooled is because that wasn't Nick Fury, it was a scroll because Nick Fury is actually in space creating sword which is supposed to be the intergalactic version of shield i get it i understand that but uh i still don't like the fact that it was scrolls like like how do scrolls know all that information about nick unless nick under the radar for the last 30 years was like i want scrolls to know everything about me just in case if i have a fail safe which then in case why does nick fury has a fail safe like why does he have contingency plans but i i digress because he's he's the on he's director of shield that's why I'm gonna leave that one alone. Anyways, <laughs> is there any other dislikes that I missed before I continue going on my rant? Uh, I'll go first. Or oh, I guess I already mentioned mentioned uh, Happy trying to smash. That just bugged me. It bugged <laughs> me so much. It did. Um, it did. Yeah, I was just like, oh my god, dude, why are you so in love? But anyway, <laughs> um, okay. <laughs> Tell me, tell me if I'm tripping or not. So in the first scene, or not the first scene, but or some of the first certain scenes of the movie, whenever we see Spider-Man at a uh, feast with, with Aunt May, is it me? Or does Spider-Man look like C-3PO? Mm-hmm. The way he's moving in like the iron suit, he's like, mm-hmm. it looks really I'm not- bad. I'm not. I'm not commenting on that. I do agree with you, but I'm not gonna comment on that one. I yes. didn't even notice it, so you pointed it out. <laughs> if you look at it again, I was like, "Why does he look like that robotic? Like it looked it really does. bad." Oh my god! <laughs> it looked really bad, and I was just like, "It looked just like C-3PO." <laughs> and I'm not even a. <laughs> I'm not even like a super huge Star Wars fan, but like I saw that, and I was like, "He looks like that's that that's." Star Wars character, the robot. (laughs) I was like, let me look up that name because I know who it is. Yeah, C three PO. Yeah, for real. Um uh, I think that they they make the movie like 
show that Spider-Man is in his early stages of being Spider-Man, which I like that in a sense, but at the same time, like, he's just, like, sometimes it just feels like he's just, like, super dumb. Like, not even yes. like, 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 yes, he's super smart. It's like he's book smart, but not street smart. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, he's not he's not thinking to the next point like he he can he can he knows all the stuff he's super smart he can like figure things out like when it comes to like log- logistical stuff but when it comes to like thinking about like people reading or like knowing who people like how people are cuz even Nick Fury noticed like he, or or I guess it wasn't really Nick Fury but the scroll but even him like he 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 said that well People said that he they said that he was lying. Whatever the girl was, I can't remember her name. She said he was lying. But he said that he had a weird feeling about, you know, Mysterio from the beginning. Like Spider Man didn't didn't have any kind of inkling nothing. Like no. Yeah, it didn't he didn't have any kind of inkling on him. And it was just like, Bro, really? Like <laughs> really. And then um how did nobody notice this man? Like I, I know that they're looking like out of the, the the bus or whatever, whenever he sent the drone to kill that kid, how did nobody see this man? Like, open up the thing, jump out, the thing explodes behind them after he webs it down, and then he jumps back in the car. Nobody sees any, hears anything, sees anything. Like he just jumps out of a whole bus. See, that was a question that I have for later, oh, but thank you for yes. bringing that up. Yes, you mean to tell me, Peter Parker and Flash? You're another one. How you not know? After he barely put his hands on you, like barely put his hands on you, you got knocked out cold, and you're like, "How do you not know?" Like they should have known. They should have known whenever they saw that Spider-Man looking thing. How, y- y'all, every field trip y'all go, some superheroes pop up. <laughs> really? Even at the Washington Monument, I'm like, even at the Washington did- Monument, like Mary <laughs> Jane was the only one that's like, "This is weird." Mm, this is. <laughs> yeah, but everybody else was like, "Ooh, ooh, ooh, ooh whatever." Like, <laughs> and this supposed to be like a gifted and talented school or something. Like, yes, yeah, this is supposed to be a gifted and talented uh, school. Yes. Like, what the hell? Well, these kids <laughs> are part of t- um, part of the um, decathlon team. And, like, yeah. Look, know, is they, but but like how how right? Like I said, you got a bunch of future geniuses in that school, and none of y'all could. Put Even the dumbest people together. would have been like, I've never seen Spider-Man and Peter in the same room. <laughs> Thank you! Thank you! That's why I'm mad at Liz from Homecoming. I'm like, you mean to tell me you couldn't just figure out, like, every time he's missing, Spider-Man's around? Like, you you, you just couldn't figure yeah. it out? Okay, yeah. all right. Whatever. Something goes awry. Y'all, y'all are in some sort of danger, and then Spider-Man is just there. Miraculously. No, that doesn't yeah. make sense to me. Like, they're watching by see the whole entire scene, like y'all were saying in the last review. Everybody, like, Peter, the one person we can't find. Oh, he ditched his hotel, but here he comes. Fireman shows up, save them in the elevator. Y'all can't put two and two together. Or, know. or like what happened in Prague. Like you're at the opera, you're at the opera, and Peter goes missing. Betty Brant, you're you're on you're on you're on the fire pit right now. And you mean to tell me you go y'all go up, go to the carnival, y'all try to go find Peter because Peter ditched and went to the out of the opera, and all of a sudden he find Night Monkey. <laughs> doing the exact she even says that she's like, "Is that Spider Man?" And it's like, "Oh no, no, no! no it's no, like no, some no, off no. brand Spider Man, right? It's a European brand of Spider Man called Night Monkey." You mean to tell me you couldn't, you, you could think of anything like, else? You're bullshit. <laughs> Thank you. Where does a monkey ever <laughs> have <laughs> webs? Right? What monkey he has webs? And why webs. is he still maneuvering like Spider Man? Hmm. And Peter, we just missed Peter. 
Next. And she's and she's inspiring journalists. Get that too. Ned, yeah. where's your get friend at? Here. I'd be like, Ned, where's your friend at? Come get your friend. No, bull, 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 bullshit. I agree. Any other dislikes before we go on the on the on the day on this? Yeah, I think that's it. Uh, okay. oh, well, the swing, this, the final swing scene. Quotation marks, like okay. Eh, is that supposed to be a final swing? Is he really gliding? <laughs> I, well, he did a little bit of gliding. I, I don't. Know. Like, only thing is that to? I thought it was a little cute, only because that he was holding MJ. I don't know. I think everything when he's swinging with MJ is bad. When he's swinging by himself, it's cool. I, I, I that's literally what I have in my notes. I was like, swinging by yourself. I wouldn't say it's a great final swing, but it's a lot better than Amazing Spider-Man's final swing. But as soon as he was like, hey, you want to come with me? It's going to be cool. And as soon as Zendaya gets in his arms and they're swinging through New York, I'm like, and that's where you lost me. I mean, it looks how better. Come, how, 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 how come you didn't like it? Just for, it's just actually curious. Just curious. I, hold on. Say what you got to say, William, before I... I was just saying, it looked better than... Uh, than Sam Raimi's MJ uh, swinging with Spider Man because it looked like it looked like Chris and Dunce was holding on to like a, a, a like a, a, a dummy stuffed dummy. Yeah, <laughs> it did. and then just it like did. she's swinging in an actual swing like going. She like was this. swinging with a dummy. When, yeah, the point it, it where she terrible. looks at him, and she uh, she smiles and she's and they go back down to the rooftop. Yeah, that's a dummy that she's swinging. With. Yeah, it was definitely a dummy, <laughs> like a stuffed like like a blow up doll or it was something. A, it was a stuffed yeah, dummy that they used. As a I was so pool. hurt that he was so stiff. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That was a whole. So it, 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 I'll say it's better than that. I I will agree. I will concur with that. But Derek, I guess my only thing is, it's like I I I I understand that you're using it for comic relief because you you're trying to give a lot of comedic relief for this film because of the heavy ass hand we got dealt with in game. I completely understand that because this was the next film under it. However, I I feel I feel as if making this your final swing to try to show, hey, for Spider-Man, this is cool as shit. He enjoys his swings on the rooftops in New York. Whereas if you put somebody in his arms, it's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. It's just a little much. This is a little much. It's kind of like, okay, you kind of ruined the purpose of what the final swing was. You kind of ruined the the idea of like us. I feel like you ruined the, the fantasy of me wanting to swing with Spider-Man. I guess it's my biggest thing, right? Because... Ever since 2002, I'm not going to lie to you. I've wanted to be with Tobey Maguire, Andrew Garfield, and Tom Holland swinging on them damn uh, web slingers with them. I always wanted to. And I feel like when they put MJ in there and just MJ just like, oh, my God, oh, my God, no, no. And at the end of it, she's like, let's never do that again. It just kind of showed me that, uh, yeah, maybe, probably not do that again, please. Just, just not. That was kind of weird, you know. So it's, it goes with, I guess, the cringe. It added a little bit of the cringe with it. And it, and I guess for me personally, it just ruined the fantasy of me wanting to swing with Spider-Man, I guess. Gotcha. Because you actually saw it. Gotcha. Right. And that's, that's just how I felt about it. And But it is kind of realistic. I mean, I'd be up there freaking the hell out. <laughs> I'm afraid of heights. So I would have been like, oh, fuck no. Mm-mm, exactly. That's how I yeah. feel. Okay. Fair point. Fair point. All right. Anyways. All right. That's everything we have. So now we're going to go into Spidey Scenes and Easter eggs. So the action sequences, they had one less in this film. They only had four. Unless, well, yeah, it's four. The Italy Canal scene, 
Prague, the beautiful, and I mean beautiful illusion scene, and then the London fight with Mysterio and all that. I think, and it's hard to say this, out of the new Spider-Man, the, these two Spider-Man movies we had so far, the illusion scene and London are arguably, not arguably, the best two Spider-Man scenes. Actually, I'm going to go a step further. These are the two best Spider-Man sequences, action sequences, in the last four movies Sony has done with Amazing Spider-Man, Amazing Spider-Man 2, Far, Homecoming, and Far From Home. Like, literally both of those scenes, in my opinion, are the best action sequences we had as Spider-Man since any four of those films. I don't know if you guys would agree with me on that. Because I did like, I kind of liked everything with Elizabeth, but I don't think it was amazing. But I really did, and I mean really didn't like anything in Amazing Spider-Man 2. And Homecoming, it was just like. Yeah, I would say I liked the, um, I remember I, in the last ones we did, I said I liked the scene of them in the in the um in the school in the first amazing spider-man first amazing movie. spider-man movie yeah, yeah you like them I, in the school more i than like anything. them in the school so i don't i that one's probably up there um that scene probably is up there with the the london scene because um at least in that like at least in the the um in the school scene you get a little bit more of like some uh some action and you know, Spider-Man, I like the scene where he's in, like, the, the library and, he, you know, it's slow motion with Stan Lee standing there. I like that scene a lot. So, I would say, I would say I definitely think the, um, I definitely think the illusion scene with Mysterio is the best one out of the last four movies, for sure. Okay. It's probably a close, it's, it's either a close tie or I might put the lizard in the school scene a little bit higher than the London scene because... Again, I feel like in the London scene, like the only good part is, I mean, he's him swinging around, yeah, yeah, it's all cool, and then he loses his webs, you know, that's all right, whatever, you know, he's just killing, he's just he, really, he's just blowing up a bunch of drones. Like, there's not really any action. He's he's he, fighting he's, drones. He's fighting drones. Okay, like fair. he's not fighting any villain. You know, it doesn't. He doesn't actually beat. Quentin Beck until the very very end whenever he uses the spider sense to see that he's about to shoot him but like other than that like there was no like actual action with him and, and Mysterio now although Mysterio honestly even in the comics was never really like a physical match for Spider-Man it was all about the illusions right so uh so I I, I understand that but yeah I I, I like that action scene in, in, in the first in Spider-Man, Spider-Man with the with in the classroom Okay. Or in the school. Okay. That's my opinion. Derek? Derek? Yeah. I agree. I agree with William. Okay. Well, all right then. So I guess I'm, I'm the minority here. I, I do think that the Lucian in London scene is better than the library scene. Just not by a lot, but by a little bit, just because it showed what Spider-Man can do with his webs and how to maneuver things, which is something that I was wish I wish Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man did a lot more of, but I, I can understand it. I can understand where you're coming from. So I, I get that. Now, here's the Easter eggs. And I hate to say it, audience. We're going to let you know now. There's there's some Easter eggs in here, but then there's also Easter Easter eggs, like deep cut ones. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not about to sit here and try to deep cut those. I'm not, I'm, I'm, we're, we're, we're not super nerds. I'm, I'm not going to sit here and pretend like I am. So here's the ones that I noticed 
that we watched when we were watching the movie and not what exactly. I followed for research. Um, first thing is the elementals. They're from a comic that they've made. I forgot what comic for uh, for the elementals. And it wasn't even Spider-Man's first villain. So it was somebody else's villains. But even though that's the case and they used that name, they also did Hydro-Man, Multi-Man, and Cyclone as the elemental supervillains, which is kind of cool because it's like, okay, yeah, do we really want to see a movie of Hydro-Man? No. Multi-Man? Hell no. Like, I, I didn't care for any of those. I call those D-list Spider-Man villains, but for them to implement them with Mysterio, I was like, okay, I see you, Sony. Um, also, I didn't believe this, but I'm, I am I had to fact check myself, and it's right. These are the two first for the film, for the Spider-Man film. This is the first one not to have the 60s theme in, its, in any part of the film. Uh, Spider-Man 3 was the first one not to have it in his post credit scene but it still had it in the film in some way, shape, or form. Whereas Amazing Spider-Man 1 and 2, they kind of did it in some weird way. One as a cell phone music and under at like some kind of way in the, in the other pieces of her music. And Far From Home did it at some part of the movie, but this movie didn't do it at all. And it was kind of like, ah, interesting. And unfortunately, I hate to say this, sad to say this, this is the first movie that did not have a Stan Lee cameo. May he rest in peace, unfortunately. Uh, yeah, this is right after his passing where his health got bad and yeah, he wasn't able to do it. So I, I have to do rest in peace, final rest in peace for Stan Lee. Second thing, um, as I mentioned in the Spider-Man 2 Easter egg, and I'm gonna relay it here again, Jake Gyllenhaal was supposed to take over for Tobey Maguire because Tobey Maguire had a back accident. And basically Tobey Maguire finally got a way to get it back and pleaded to the Sony execs to get back to being Spider-Man, so Jake Gyllenhaal had to go take a backseat to the film, but full circle, 15 years later, becomes Mysterio, which I think it aged very well for Jake. I think everything aged very well for Jake. Um, a Marvel MCU uh, clip, Led Zeppelin, the song that you know Peter Parker is building his suit with is the same music that Tony Stark was using to build his Iron Man suit, which is, I was like, ah, I see you. I see y'all. I see what y'all doing here. No, he's not my new spot Iron Man, but I see what you're doing here. I like it. Um, the bag that Peter has is initialed for Ben Parker. Um, Uncle Ben, even though we, we yet to talk about Uncle Ben in this film series, but you know, he's still there in spirit. The second to last thing, gentlemen, um, Quentin Beck calls himself from Earth 833, which is a multiverse world. I forgot what universe that is specifically in the comics. Again, I'm not a super nerd, but I know that's one of the multiverses, uh, Marvel universes. I'm not about to sit here and like go into detail what it, that one did, but cool at the Easter egg. And last but not least, our boy, JK, has came back to be J. Jonah Jameson as for the Daily Bugle, which is not a newspaper. It's more like a podcast, newspaper, blog, whatever. But yes, J.K. Simmons is back as J. Jonah Jameson. Is there any other Easter eggs that I forgot, gentlemen? I don't have any. I'm glad J.K. Simmons came back, though, because he's the only person that can play that role. He's the only, only, only my person. He's born to play that role. Yes, 110%. Derek, you say you don't have any? Oh, um, what did I say? Oh, I'm sorry for Easter eggs. Um, like William mentioned earlier in the show, Mom May working at Feast. Um, 
Feast is actually the name of the well, whatever homeless shelter she was working at. Um, it's inspired by you know Feast from the Spider-Man video game and from the comic books. Oh, you're right. Okay. Okay. And the suit that Nick Fury gives Peter right before I think he faced um, Molten Man. I think it's Prague, right? Yeah, in Prague, yes. Yeah, that's um, that's the to me it resembles the Spider-Man Noir suit. You're right, because it's black and white. Okay, all right. See, yeah. that 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 does make more sense. Okay, okay, cool. See, I, I didn't even think of that. Okay, you're right, because it is black and white, just like the Spider-Man Noir. Okay, cool. All right, and with that, gentlemen, we're gonna have to go into grades, not grades, but we're gonna go into questions, and I. I do have quite a lot of questions on this movie. Not bad questions, but it's just a lot of like, if I'm a nitpick, I'm a nitpick the shit out of this movie. First, how do women in customs did not know or scream anything to let people know that that's Spider-Man? Like, that's his costume. You know who Spider-Man is. He saved the entire universe. How did you not tell anybody else in customs like, hey, this dude got the Spider-Man suit. Like, what's what's going on? Um, maybe second, she thought it was like a maybe she thought it was just like a costume. Man, there's a difference between cosplay and a costume. I mean, and, and a superhero suit. Hey, man, some people got some good cosplay out there, man. All right, fair point. Fair <laughs> point. I'll let that slide. But second question: What kind of high school lit them in that Frankie ass hotel in Italy? Like what? Like y'all didn't get no money to get them kids a better hotel? Like what? How? I would I would be so mad if my kids were in that rinky dink ass hotel in Venice. Bro. I'd be like, y'all didn't have money to get them in a real hotel. Get the fuck out of here. I'm sorry. No offense to anybody who's been to Venice. Uh, I'm not saying that Venice, Italy is a terrible place. I've never been there. It is one of my destination places I want to go before I pass. But that hotel though, can we can we can we say that that's a bad example of Venice? And if you're going on a high school trip, would you be mad that that's your, your the, the, the the hotel you stay in? Like, I have questions. What were you about to say, Derek? No, I was about to say, yeah, let's talk about it. Because that was, no. Really? <laughs> really? <laughs> oh, shit. I was like, y'all in a haunted house. All right. That's cool. Y'all in a, y'all in a hostel. That's what that looked like. All right. Leave that alone. Um, as I mentioned already, how did Quentin know that everything was going to transpire for Edith to get where it needed to be in Europe? I yeah, no, nah, calling bullshit on that. Also, we all know Nick Fury got the pool. We all know that. How in the hell he had pulled to hijack a high school trip? Like, no, no, there's no way in hell Nick Fury is already gonna break down and hijack an entire high school trip that's in motion. I'm sorry, Julian. There's, there's no way. Do you really think about the two? Even though they were great actors, they played their role. Did you really honestly believe that? he was not going to get through those two teachers he had. And then uh, how unorganized that whole trip was, how they had that rinky dink hotel and how everything else went at the beginning of it. Yeah. Those, really those teachers did not have anything yeah, organized. They, yeah. <laughs> they didn't even know the freaking museum they were supposed to go to was closed. And the teacher was like, Hey, did you look at the website? See the hours? Yeah. You know, that was a good idea. Wasn't it? Like you didn't think to even come on. I'm actually not surprised. <laughs> All right, fair point. All right, I'm gonna give you that one. Fair, fair point. All right. Um, like I said, I don't understand how Tony made an entire defense system for a high school kid. I already talked about that. William mentioned it already, and I'm gonna just 
bringing the question up here again. How in the hell does nobody know that that's Spider-Man? Like, oh how God. did nobody in that school know that's Spider-Man? Second thing, um, Night Monkey? That was your best name for 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 Spider-Man? That, that was that, that's the best you could have done on the fly. Night Monkey? Literally, you had done so many better lives <laughs> on the fly, but Night Monkey? Night Monkey. Get out of here. Get, get out of here, bro. Um, and again, Peter, I'm sorry, Peter. How are you going to give a multi-billion dollar defense network system to a guy who supposedly don't live in this universe? Like, how? Like, you met the dude in three days and you're going to give him, yeah, he's from Earth 833. Yeah, I'm just going to, I'm just going to give it to him. I'm just going to give him the entire defense network for this, the solar system. It's like, bro, you that, that's stupid as fuck. Stupid. Anyways, that's all my questions I had. Is there any other questions you guys have for the field like that y'all wanted to nitpick about? Um, it's a very small de- well, first of all, the whole purpose of the trip, like these people just came back not too long ago. You're right. You, they like, just came back and so you're like, let's go trip. Summer trip to to Europe. Why? Why? That's a Marcus. Me and Marcus, when we watched it two years ago in theaters, he even said, Derek, to me, the whole trip, the whole purpose of the whole trip was pointless. It's like these dudes, these dudes just came back from the snap. And yes, I get it. It's been eight months since. But like, no. They no. need to get away, guys. And also, and but the whole world's was... still in shambles still. Like we see in one division, like we saw in um Falcon and the Winter Soldier, there's shit still happening in the world. And you're like, Let's just take a trip. Yeah, let's just take a trip. I need a break. No, fuck out of here. It's only happening in New York, guys. (laughs) (laughs) Everywhere else is safe. (laughs) Shut up, William. New York and Wakanda. (laughs) Oh my god, shut up. Those are the only places that have had some shit happen. (laughs) He said, let's just just, just take a break from New York for a minute. Let's just take a break. Shit, I wouldn't want to live in New York either. (laughs) Oh my gosh, it was just. Uh uh, Derek, uh uh, 2012. You're talking about 2012. You're talking about. Uh, th- uh, I'm talking about all the events in the MCU. So At you're the beginning talking about, of Infinity oh, War yeah, too. They, they, oh, yes, you're, we're talking about Infinity War where nobody will live in Russia anyway. So there. Sokovia is out of there anyway. <laughs> nobody wants to live there. Period. So I was just the movies. Nobody wants to live in Russia. Period. So <laughs> I hate you so much. I was, I was just talking about New York, but if you want to bring Sokovia in there, no, Sokovia's I'm just saying from all the cities that had something crazy. No, go, crazy no, I was happen. just talking about New York. Williams, right? I wouldn't want to be in New York. 2012, you had that. Then you had like the children of Thanos bring this big ass machine, talking about please be merciful, your man. Get we are here to. Be here for Thanos. Nah, nah, fuck out of here. I don't want to be here no more. You're right. I'm out of here. <laughs> <I was> probably <laughs> just getting off work. Like, sir, I, no. I just dealt with people that no. I had to pay to deal with. I don't have to deal with that. And then all the people who came back from that five years later, and you mean to tell me that the big purple ass guy comes back and trying to t- destroy the world again, and that all happens in New York again? No, bro. I don't. If we're living oh, in yeah, New York, it sure we're does living... happen upstate. It sure did. Right. It upstate. literally happened upstate in New York. And I'm like, no, nah, no. Nah. If I'm living in New York after 2012, even 2015, I'm asking for it. I'm literally asking to die. Literally, New York is the place where everything happens. And I'm sorry, like William, 
I wouldn't want to live in New York. Probably plummeted since then. It's probably so cheap to live there. After no, it's probably not cheap to live there. It's probably expensive as fuck because of the taxes. Because you gotta pay for Tony Stark giving you that big ass tower, and then the new Avengers campus. Then you gotta talk about all repaying all that shit back that Tony did, all of them did for Avengers and Infinity War. No, fuck. Not to mention additional premiums for insurance. You're the right time your buildings are getting blown up. Thanos destroying entirely upstate. No, no, I don't want to live there. Fuck all that noise. Right, taxes on Kansas or some shit. Right, two thousand a month for taxes just because I live in New York because of all this shit that happened. No, fuck out of here. No, I'm good. I'll leave. Connecticut. North Dakota. Right. I'm going North to one Dakota. of those random ass states. Right. <laughs> and this is not serious. Serious. Also, another. Why is it called the blimp? I don't know why. That's always been. I guess it was trying to come stamp. up with. I, they should just call it the stamp. I agree with you. They try to call it a cool name. Kevin Feige says the events are called the blimp to the humans. Like, no, bro, just call it a stamp. Fuck out of here. Call it a stamp. Uh, I thought it was also weird that they were talking about. <laughs> Imagine being gone for five years and then coming back the same age and having a crush on somebody that's five years younger than you. <laughs> Thank you! Oh is my that, gosh! Wait, this is kind of creepy. Is this like, this kind of like statutory, ain't it? This is, this, that's a little on board of statutory. Yeah, like, it's like, eh, it's a little weird. <laughs> They're like, all the girls are on him. <laughs> like, Oh, why? <laughs> That's exactly what I'd be like. Oh, why? Okay. Okay. I like... know there are some pedophiles that were super happy after the blip. <laughs> I am done. I am done. I mean, so, fuck yeah, she's, she's of age now. Or maybe oh they weren't God. happy because they're still pedophiles. They're still That's... disgusting ass people. So they probably still didn't. They didn't. After the blip, they're pissed because now the little creepy, the little kids that they like, they're adults now. Oh, adults now. Yes, exactly. Fucking gross. It's disgusting. Uh, it's disgusting as hell. But to my point, I think I think that the blip is a little weird. I do really do think so. I, I don't like the name of the blip. And like William, it's creepy that, you know, you are five years apart. Y'all are five years apart. Now all of a sudden, it's like, ooh, I like him. No, no, that's kind that of creepy. A little weird for me. That's a little creepy. Lie. All right. Anything else? Anything else I missed it? I think that's it for me. Yeah, I think that's all the questions, guys. Yeah. All right. Now we're gonna get into grades and the grade for the franchise. So we're gonna start with William this time because I picked on Derek for majority today. William. Final grade for the film and final grade for the franchise. Mm. As of now, as of now, because we we still got to talk about No Way Home. I can't. I think I gave the last movie a B, just a straight. You B. gave it a B. No, you gave it a B minus. I gave it a B. They gave oh, it a B, B plus. I gave it a B. You gave it a B minus. Yeah. I think this one improves on some of the stuff that did in the last movie. Like I didn't like. I don't. I didn't mention this earlier, but I also like that they didn't have the. Uh, the AI talking to Spider Man. I mean, they did a little bit with the with the, the glasses. glasses, but yeah. it wasn't like giving him like tutorials on how to be Spider Man the whole movie. So um, I, I think uh, I think I'll give this movie. I think I'll give this movie a minus. Oh, okay. A-. It's it's a good movie. Okay. It's better than it's 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 better than any of the Amazing Spider Man movies. I'll say yeah. that uh, it's it's better than Spider-Man three. It's better than Spider-Man Homecoming. 
but it's not better than you know Sam Raimi Spider Man and Spider Man Two. So with that, I'll give it an A. A what did I give? Did I give Spider Man? I gave Spider Man Two an A plus, obviously. But you gave okay. it an A plus, and I think you gave Spider Man an A. Hold, hold that thought. I, I have the notes on that. I think you gave it an A, if I remember correctly. Hold if I on. gave if I gave Spider Man the original Spider Man an A minus, then this one's definitely gonna get a B plus. <laughs> You gave it an A minus. You gave Spider Man an A minus. I gave the very first Spider Man an A minus. Both of y'all gave Spider Man an A minus. Really? Both of y'all did. Because I wrote down here. There were some parts that we didn't like, though. There was a lot of parts you guys didn't like. Yes. There were some parts that I didn't like. I'll say that. Uh, Do I still want to give it an A minus or do I want to give it a B plus? I I got a hot take for y'all in a moment, but go ahead. Go. Go ahead. Because the visual effects in this movie does a lot. And there's there's some good stuff that they do in this movie. I just like the villain a lot more in Spider Man 2002. Damn, this is hard. That's how so. Yeah, I I I guess I'll I'll still give it an A minus. I'm not gonna lie, I'll give it an A minus. Okay. It's, okay. it's a solid movie. If I if if if, if Spider Man 2002 is an A minus, that one's like a ninety a ninety four. You know what I mean? You gave it like a ninety-one, a but this is the ninety-four. All right, so yeah, Spider-Man. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, hey, whoever I gave the grade, I gave the grade to you. You came back to the teacher. I'm regrading your paper. I'm giving you two <laughs> points, buddy. So, so Spider-Man's yeah, ninety-four. We're around you, Spider-Four. Spider-Man is ninety-four, and this is ninety-two. Okay. Yeah, it's like right. a ninety-two. So like, it's still A minuses, but one's just a tad bit better than the other one. And okay. part of it is part of it. I'm not gonna lie, is nostalgia. Okay, so, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. I'm, you're gonna hear my you're that. gonna hear my grade in a moment. And I'm understanding, but as of now, what is the grade for the franchise? For the franchise, I gave the last movie a B minus. You gave it a B minus. I gave it a B minus. Damn. You gave Homecoming a I'm B harsh. But there, <laughs> but you know what? There's a lot of stuff that I didn't like about that movie. So I I see why I gave it a B minus. Um. So I'm gonna give the overall score so far a B. Or B plus, it has to be one of the two. I'll give it a B plus. Okay, I'll be All nice. Right. All I'll right, Williams being nice overall so far. The franchise is at B plus. Derek, what do you give? Yeah, what do you give Spider Man Far From Home? What, what grade I'm do you give it in the lie, franchise? Because originally, I look back at my notes and I haven't wrote down that I gave it an A, the very first Spider Man two thousand two. But since I gave that an A. Um, since I gave that a minus on the show, and I was gonna give this one a minus because I was gonna make it a, make this a tad bit less than 2002 Spider-Man, just like William, I'm gonna have to bring it down to B plus, just like what I did Spider-Man: Homecoming. I can't, it can't be better than Spider-Man 2002. I'm sorry. I can't believe we're all <laughs> unanimous on this one, but I have it as close as William has it at this current moment. It's at a B plus. Both Spider-Man and Spider-Man Far From Home is at a B plus for me. Yeah. Literally, I have I have Spider-Man uh, 2002 at a 89. This is at an 88. Like literally at an 88. Um, I think that this does a lot of things that's just really well that I enjoyed about the film. However, the issue for me is like how like how William just mentioned it, and I completely agree. The issue is it's just nostalgia. I'm sorry. Nostalgia is the yeah, reason why. That's I just exactly, like, yeah. For me, yeah. Nostalgia is the reason why I'm yeah. just like, yeah, nah, I can't, I can't get this better than that. Yeah, yeah I will say this about this yeah. movie is like, it doesn't give you that feeling like you want to watch it over and over and over again. Yeah. No, which the other movies give you that feeling. Like you're like, 
I gotta watch that again. Like that was really good. It gives you like that nice, warm, good feeling after like after you've seen the two thousand two and two thousand four movie. But this movie doesn't do that. Like it doesn't give you that. It, it's like fun to watch. You enjoy it, but it's not like I gotta see that again. Like I saw it in movies once, and I was like, all right, that was good. Like I'm I'm solid. You know what I mean? I and, I really agree with you because that's probably because this is like this is the, actually the only Spider-Man movie I don't have on DVD. I have all the other ones on DVD, but not this one. I hate to say it, Derek. I think this is a bad take on you. No offense, because I if am. you have Spider-Man three and Amazing Spider-Man two Spider-Man of 2. all movies, but you don't have this one, I think that's a hot take that I, I think you need to fix. I think you need to fix that. I think about it. How about that? I think about that. Right. But exchange that. Amazing Spider-Man 2 for this movie. <laughs> yes, I completely uh, agree with Okay, that. that might be the case. But I, 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 and you know what? This is going to probably be a conversation for a, long, a different time. But this is exactly what I was going to ask you guys going into, you know, No Way Home. I do feel like before, before I go on my rant really quick, I do give this movie the franchise as of this moment. Because I gave the first one a B and this one a B plus, it's right at that B B plus range. So if yeah, I, I gotta I be generous, it's B yeah, plus. I, guess, I forgot to give my final grade for the franchise too. I gave this, I gave both of them B plus, so they get a B plus. Okay, so for me, I just I agree, and I think a lot of MCU peers are about to get mad at me for what I'm about to say, but it's the absolute truth. Hot, 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 hot take. 70% of all the MCU movies are probably maybe rewatchable once or twice. And I don't know if that's a bad thing for the MCU, but for me personally, I think William, I completely agree with you on this. I don't think that there's, I can probably count on my first, on one of my hands, how many of these movies I would rewatch. Um, don't get me wrong. There's a lot of them that are good. They're really good, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't rewatch all of them. Like if I were to go and put this, if this was on, and I'll I'll just put it this way. If Far From Home was on right now, the only point I probably would stop on it or I would want to be watching it on is the illusion scene and the London scene. Those are the only two scenes I'd be like, okay, cool. I want to rewatch this film. Anything else? I'm like, no. Homecoming, same concept. I'm not watching Homecoming all over again. No offense. Love Homecoming, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't go out of my way to be like, oh, I got to watch it. All right. I, I know what y'all are saying, but you did a whole film franchise for all the Spider-Man movies. I know what I'm talking. I know what I did. I, I know, but just just hear my thoughts. I just think that the MCU there's a method to the madness, <laughs> right? There's a method to the madness, right? And like I did it because of the anticipation that's coming into No Way Home, which we're going to talk about in a moment. But I do think hottest takes. I do think that some of these MCU movies that we all think are amazing, they're not rewatchable. Like I think Iron Man is arguably top five top. Four best MCU movie. Ask me to rewatch it. I probably wouldn't rewatch it. Yeah. I would. Guardians of the Galaxy. Wouldn't rewatch again. Like I, I just wouldn't. I, I, I don't feel comfortable rewatching those movies. And I, I think that's an issue with the MCU all in general, in my personal opinion. But I, I don't know if you guys would agree with me on that. I, I agree. Like that's. I think that that's definitely a problem that I've seen in the MCU. Is like you're sitting here and you, you can. Their movies are enjoyable, but it feels like it's almost like a TV show. But, Right, right. Because you know, there's like you, you watch a TV show and then you're like, okay, I've seen the episode, I'm good. Like I don't need to see it again. Now, obviously, there are reruns and stuff like that, but some TV shows, like you watch the episode and then you're like, especially now with this binge watching culture that we have now, where you just watch a, sh- a show completely through. Like I can watch a show now 
and like watch the season completely through and then i'm done with the show until the new season comes out like i don't re-watch it i don't rewatch the there's, entire season no i don't yeah need to. there's few shows that i can re-watch it and laugh like like rick and morty for example i can watch rick and morty all the time and rewatch it and laugh every single time because there's something that i find funny that in the episode missed. or exactly. i might miss exactly. it or yeah that's true or, or like uh, some people will say this like some people watch the office over and over again because there's always something funny in episode that you like forget or there's you know but there's but the, the MC, with MCU movies, it's like, ah, like I don't, I don't feel that way. There's only a couple movies, like, like Infinity War. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I think I've watched that one a few times over. I've watched Civil War a couple times over. Yeah. Uh, Winter Soldier. Winter maybe. Soldier. Yeah. Like, like I've, I, I when I when it first came out, I watched Avengers over and over again. You know, like the first Avengers movie, yeah, 2012. I watched that too many times at theaters. <laughs> but now, after watching it so many times, I don't watch it anymore. Out. Right, I burnt yeah. out on it. I'm, I'm really burnt, burnt out. out. Like, yeah, like, um, I, uh, Iron Man. Like you said, Iron Man's a good, really good movie. But I got burnt out on that one. Like the movies, like you get burnt out on it for some reason, and I don't know why that is. Like it's a weird, <laughs> weird feeling. <laughs> it <laughs> is. It. It, it, it is. But I and don't get that with with Sam Raimi's Spider Man and Spider Man Two. Mm. Like I, every time I watch it, I like watching it. It's enjoyable. It's something that it you're really like, is. wow. I still feel some kind of nostalgia with that. And granted, we all were we were at the either tail end of our adolescence as the MCU was going on. But I don't think that's the problem. Like, there's a lot of movies, even not even MCU movies, but Marvel movies in general. Logan, I will rewatch Logan to the yeah. end of time. Oh yeah, literally to the end movie. of time. Yeah. Um, X2 and you know Days of Future Past. If you ask me to go put on Days of Future Past, if we do a you know a vintage film for series for X Men, that'll be the movie that I'll be highly anticipating because I love Days of Future Past. But like you said, I just if there's I don't know why, but I think that Disney has to figure out what makes their movies replayable, and I think that's why we're so excited for what can happen with No Way Home, which I I think is something that we're really anticipating because this does look. Like something that's completely different out of our wheelhouse and unfortunately yeah. all the mcu movies kind of fill the formula in a sense and that's sad to say because all of them have completely great characters but at least with no way home they're studying there's trumping on unknown ground like we're getting a multiverse we're getting a two and a half hour supposedly again supposedly let's let's let, let me put that out there a two and a 40 minute runtime for this film to explain everything about the multiverse. And I think that's what's going to keep this movie going. Do I think it's going to be replayable probably a year down the line? I don't know. But from the track of what MCU has, I'm like, if I watch it once, I watched it once, you know? So I don't know. Um, Saying all that to say, I agree with William. I think that, yes, it was nice doing his vintage film series for Survivor Man to be anticipated for No Way Home. But I I do agree that some of these movies are not as rewatchable as we make them out to be. But before we go out, I just have to ask and put this on podcast before we head out, gentlemen. As we mentioned, we this is the last one of, you know, our Spider-Man film vintage series. The next time you'll hear from all three of us together is most likely instant reactions and review of, not review, we're not going to do a review, but instant reactions and just the scope of Spider-Man No Way Home, whatever that scope is. So before we head out, and I want to have at least you two gentlemen, at least give out some kind of spoiler it doesn't have to be you know something that you heard off the internet just something that you a big guess something that you want to swing at to say that 
you hope is in the film, right? Like, I want you to take a, a swing at something. It could be, you know, Tom Hardy eats Spider-Man and that's how he gets his, his spider logo in Venom. Or it could be, you know, don't do not do the usual thinking that Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire, I'm taking that one off the board. We're not we're not going to use that as a guess. Get that, get that off the board because like 80% of that is going to be true. Like, is there anything that you guys think is going to be in the film that most people need to watch out for? Either one of you guys can go first. Mm. I mean, I'll, I I know you took it off the board, but I think I think Toby's gonna show these guys how to throw some hands. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, think Toby's I, agree be like, I agree. Yeah, y'all, y'all using all these webs, but hey, I got you. <laughs> hey, <laughs> and I swear, if he actually says that line in the film, I'm gonna show these hands. If he so says that line in the film, he I'm won't say nothing like that. Up. But he's gonna be like, I know, I, I, I'm just saying, I'm just saying. But if he does yeah. something like that, he's gonna I'm say, gonna say I'm gonna show you how he's ovation. Right, I'm gonna stand up in the theater and just exactly that's how I'm gonna do it. Exactly, <laughs> you're like, Why are you using all these webs? <laughs> and they're gonna be like, They're gonna be like, But you got done, yeah. And they're gonna be like, But you have natural webs, you don't even have to worry about. It. And he's like, Exactly, but I'm gonna throw these hands, <laughs> okay? Uh, yeah, but uh, I guess. I, oh, go ahead, yeah. uh, that and I think somebody's gonna die. I think, I think. Okay. I think it might be. Uh, it, I need you to be specific because that was my that was my guess. But I need you to be specific. Who you think is going to be? It's either going to be. I don't think it's going to be Aunt May. I think it might be mm-hmm. Mary Jane or not Mary MJ. Damn it! That was my. Is that your right. guess? A, that was my guess, but you got it. You got it Cause because I, she's not Mary Jane. My point. That's exactly Yay! my point. That is exactly my point. Because well, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, really quick I, before. I, no, actually, I'm I'm gonna hold my thought because I don't want to I don't I don't want to give out my 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 reveal. But go ahead, Derek. Go go ahead. No, go ahead, Julian. Go ahead. All right. So I honestly do think, and I do honestly think, it's either gonna be Happy or MJ that's gonna die because I I because Toby not Toby, <laughs> Tom did say in a press release not too long ago, like actually two days ago, or yeah, a couple of days ago, saying that this is the darkest tone for a spider-man film and they're taking it that way and that's why this is going to be the end of the homecoming franchise or trilogy and i'm like okay if you say that and that spider-man is going to become his own person and they can do many different things on that something big has to happen which means somebody's got to die that spider-man look up to so it has to be either mj or happy and i think everything is leaning more towards mj because like i said if you got Green Goblin in there, and I'm sorry, I'm I'm throwing this out there. Ned, the guy who played Ned, I keep forgetting his name. I'm so sorry. I'm, I keep forgetting your name. It's Jacob something. I, I I know that much. It's Jacob something. But he lost some weight. He lost some huge weight for this Spider-Man role. I do think Ned's coming Hobgoblin in this film. And I do honestly think when he becomes Hobgoblin, he's going to do something and kill MJ. He's going to either kill MJ or Happy. One of the two. And I think that's is going to be the point where Spider-Man becomes Spider-Man. And that's that's my reveal. You I'm like they're going to have Hobgoblin and Green Goblin though. Sinister 6, why not? Cuz the other Sinister 6 that you had in there was Quentin Beck. Quentin's dead. There's no way Quentin Beck Quentin is coming back in this film cuz they're cuz everything is telling me and I I don't know if you guys agree even with the poster, which sorry for people who haven't saw the official poster for Spider-Man No Way Home, but by the time you're googling it, you it. should see it. Yeah. It's Green Goblin, that's in that poster. It's Electro, Sandman, and Doc Ock. 
That's four of the six, and you're missing. You're missing. I say Falcon. Wow, you're missing Vulture. And like I said, everything to me is pulling that Ned is dead. Though. Don't forget the lizard's gonna right. Be Vulture isn't dead either. And That's what I'm saying. Be in there. Oh, so lizard yeah, is lizard. five. Yeah, so oh, and Vulture actually, actually, uh, Michael Keaton is in Morbius, so he's probably still in prison. While the events of No Way Home is. So my point. That's five of six. So you mean to tell me that there's a sixth one rolling around? It's either Venom or Ned. And I, I hate to say it, I think it's Ned. I really, honestly, do think it's Ned. I, what if I, they're childish and bring back Rhino? God, that'd be so, <laughs> that'd be so funny. Oh, that would be hilarious. They should do that'd that. So Just to pissed. piss people off. I'll be so pissed. Paul Giamatti, stay out of this. All right. I love you, but stay out of this one. But I, I do think that Ned is becoming hobgoblin in this one. He's gonna actually kill MJ. I I that's my that's my big uh spoiler that I think is gonna happen. That's that's just me. That's my big educated guess. But Derek, what about you? What do I expect? What do you think it'll happen in this film? Peter gets some kind of reaction with the symbiote. I don't know if he'll get his own suit, but... Ooh, you think we get a black suit? I don't know, but Ooh. you're bringing Venom into it, and we already showed, how, like I said, Spidey Sense, if anybody hasn't seen um, Venom... Uh, let There Be, be Carnage, yeah. But if you've seen it, the film, I'm not going to go too much into detail, but if you've seen the, uh, the after credit scene, you, the post credit scene, you can see that Venom has some kind of interest with Peter. And wants so, to eat him, yes. Yeah, or consume so, him, at least. So, I don't know if the symbiote, uh, like you said, I don't know if he's going to try to consume he gets his uh, white spider, or Peter actually gets his own little suit. So... Ooh. See, now, that's that's know. that's a good twist. What if he comes to symbiote suit and fights the Sinister Six? If, you know, Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield's not in it. Now, that's a good turn. That's a good I don't turn. know. It's I like just, that. But no, just... no. But I like that. <laughs> I like that. Because there's nothing about this film. And I, I enjoy that. Like, William's right. I do think somebody's going to die. And I do agree. I think it's MJ. I, I do think because Michelle is not really Mary Jane, I think that this is the film where Michelle is going to bite the dust. I hate to say it. Love Zendaya, but I think this is where Zendaya bites the dust. I hate to say it. Um, and I think we're going to actually get Mary Jane soon unfortunately i think yeah Ooh, ooh. what if this is the gwen stacy of the mcu Ooh, i'm see we'll no, i'm hyping to... it up i'm hyping oh, it up now, steve if they kill michelle then spider-man better kick some ass <laughs> <laughs> I understand that we're having this gonna be a darker tone, but I'm not sure if I'm ready for her to die just yet. Derek, you saw you saw Tony Stark die after an eleven year arc. What you mean I you ain't know. ready? Well, we had a huge ass epic and that went <laughs> along with it. Now I know we weren't ready for Tony to die, but that was a big ass epic. You can't just end that kind of epic. Any other way, I couldn't see. I couldn't have seen it in any other way. Okay, all right. Okay, I see you. I see you. But I. I but I hate this one, since we just didn't have enough of her, we didn't have enough of Gwen when she died in Amazing Spider-Man Two. Let's be honest. That was some bad writing. Okay, that was some bad <laughs> writing. That was some bad. Oh, I understand that that's a lot of people's favorite thing for that film, but bro, that whole. 
excuse my French, but a whole crap of cr- crap shit. That <laughs> that was just bad writing, and I hate it. Like their chemistry was just so good for them to kill her off, and then the next potentially whenever whatever they was gonna do with the next Spider-Man series and have MJ on there. I'm like, God, Lord. I actually liked Gwen Stacy, and it wasn't just Emma Stone was great. But anyways, no. I don't know. I don't know. I feel as if since they just got to the hang of being in a relationship. I'm not sure if it's a good idea to just end it right then and there. I could be, be wrong. It's a great way. It's a great I way could be to wrong. show you. But it, and see, that's the thing. And I, I think that I, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm holding in on this, but I, I it, now it's making way more sense now. Because think about it, Derek. Because same thing happens in the comics. You're getting involved. Like Peter is. This is the first. Gwen Stacy's his first official girlfriend in the comics, right? Like his first long-term official girlfriend. Let me let me add that. And in the comics, you're like, wow, him and Gwen, they're looking good. They're going to be happy together. They're going to be this, that, and the third. And then Norman said, ha, fuck you, and kills her, right? Well, not kills her, but is the reason why she dies. And I get to William's point in Amazing Spider-Man 2, Peter just goes left, and he starts throwing hands. And I, I want to see that happen. Like, you're right. Like, all of this, and I think that's the issue that I have with Sony's MCU Spider-Man sequel, I mean, franchise, it's like Peter has had so much turmoil in his life, specifically after Far From, before Far From Home. His mentor dies, half of the universe has died. He, like, has to figure out how to deal and navigate through that. He's no, he's not going to be Tony Stark. I feel like they could have took that a little bit darker than they did, but they kept it light because it's a Spider-Man movie. No. Like, William, I need that left. I need you to come with that left, and I need you to show me that Spider-Man is going to be Spider-Man, and I think that's the only way you do it. I think that's the only way. Mm, okay. I, I feel that. I feel that. So, I don't know. That's just my thoughts. I I, I, I feel like that's going to happen. All we know is we all can agree Peter's going to fucking change. That's all we know. Peter's going to change after this movie. How? We don't know. But we do all believe that he's going to change. So, with that in mind, we're going to pause it here, gentlemen. We'll be back in a month and a half to talk about our our instant reactions and the future that will be Spider-Man after No Way Home. Un- until then, listen to this. If you have any other theories, please leave them in the comments. I would love to hear them because I, I, I honestly do think, like William, MJ's, MJ's dying, baby. I, I hate to say it. I think she died. But without that, thank you guys for coming up. Thank you for staying with us for all seven films. And you know what? Yes, if you would like to see us do another film series, I, I don't know if we're going to do The Matrix as quick. If y'all wanted to do The Matrix, yeah, that's probably not going to happen before Matrix Resurrections. But if you want to do Batman, if you want to do any other film that's coming out in the future, let us know. Let us see suggestions. We'd like to hear them. But until then, guys, have fun. Stay safe out there, and we'll catch you guys next time.